Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, it's Gina with Sidewalk Talk. This is What's We Are up? Fury. Stuart. Stuart. So we're just going to start this interview. You are from, you're born and raised in Vancouver. Yes, I am. Tell me what it's like growing up in Vancouver. Uh, you know, it's fairly normal. I mean, I haven't, I haven't lived anywhere else, so I can't really say it's better or worse than anywhere else. But, you know. Uh, how, would a, your, how would your friends and family describe you growing up? Um, I was a very hyper kid growing up. You were a hyper kid. I was a hyper kid. Like, like sports or just in general uh, like a bit of everything I did a lot of sports I did I played hockey I played mm -hmm. soccer I did martial arts you did martial what kind uh, karate did you get pretty far into it I did I actually have my black belt you do I do have my black belt Wow, congratulations that's crazy I quit <laughs> I quit yellow belt I think that's like uh, the that's the second one that's the second, that's the second one yeah how are you doing at school? Um, I had pretty good grades in school. I, you know, I went to post-secondary, the sort of uh, prestigious college of Vancouver, uh, UBC, University oh, nice. of British Columbia. Awesome. And I actually did finish my degree, and I have a degree in microbiology and psychology. So, what did you want to pursue with microbiology? Um, as any uh, aspiring science <laughs> student, I wanted to be a doctor in oh, the beginning, nice. awesome. and then you know, a little bit, little ways into that, I realized that maybe this doctor thing is not for me. Mm -hmm. But I was sort of like too far in, yeah, to to stop. So I felt like you know, I needed to at least finish it, right? Kind of right. get it done, have something to show for yeah. my for my efforts. So mm -hmm. um, I finished up my degree in microbiology, and the whole time I was sort of doing a little bit of music sort of ramping up and then once I finished my degree I was like I'm gonna give this music thing a shot. Where did you get your creative side from? Uh, honestly I'm not sure. So I have a really big extended family mm. like cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff. My mother has seven other siblings so we have a mass oh, and, and we, a all, we all live. You have a huge family. Yeah and we all live like in the same city so we have wow. massive family gatherings but Surprisingly, not very many of them are like particularly in are in like particularly creative fields. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm not really sure where it comes from. What did your family do? Your parents? Um, my mom is in software development, mm -hmm. and my dad is like a sort of handyman, general contractor type thing. Oh, cool, cool. So he does like a lot of construction type work. Yeah, so very different from something. So when you said you're going to go into music full time, um, were they pretty supportive of it? Um, medium, <laughs> you know. I mean, they they weren't unsupportive. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't say they were supportive. Uh, my mom, I guess both my parents are pretty big believers of like, you know, you gotta make money to have a good life. Right, right. And sort of the way they saw it was, you know, it's hard to make money doing music, which. It honestly is hard to make money yeah, giving music, <laughs> right. um, but I think I'm at a point where, you know, over the years of doing it, they've become more and more supportive as they as they've sort of seen my success, mm -hmm. which is cool. And it's kind of been cool to see 
the transformation of their support right. and sort of they're getting more and more on board and like you know my dad's wearing my merch now oh, and that's so sweet. <laughs> that kind of stuff yeah yeah they awesome. were um they're actually they're on a trip to um europe right now mm -hmm. tour of some like medieval dungeon and there's like this chalkboard where i guess you prisoners could write it said any last wishes on the chalkboard and my parents went up to it and they wrote we are fury on the chalkboard and sent me a picture of it it's hilarious that is the sweetest thing so they're supportive now That's yeah awesome. they are which is great mm -hmm. and tell me about when you met jo joaquin <laughs> well i am struggling to say is like joaquin. joaquin 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 yeah M. joaquin joaquin Joaquin. It's a tough one. Yeah. Even I couldn't say it at first. Yeah, no. <laughs> On a first time. So we both went to UBC, University mm -hmm. of British Columbia. Right. And we were both sort of part of this music club. Uh, and I was playing a show, like a DJ event, for this as part of the music club. And I guess he saw my name. Back then we were both so solo projects. Mm -hmm. um, so we were both kind of just doing our own thing. And he saw my name appear on some poster thing and he I guess he checked out some of my stuff and he reached out to me oh and then I you know I was like oh cool like I I haven't really met like that many other music producers mm -hmm. the the music club thing that I was part of was more of a DJ thing mm -hmm. rather than a you know creative writing your own right, music thing right right so that's how we first linked up and then we did a few uh, collaborations as solo projects, so mm -hmm. like, you know, they and my name together as solo projects, and I think we did, we did three. But what got you into music in the first place? Oh, in the first place? Yeah. Um, how did I start? I think I, so, I started maybe when I was 14, 15, mm -hmm. and I was really into gaming at the time. Mm-hmm, um, and that's kind of how you got your sounds? Sort of, so there's this, uh, there's this uh, artist named Bass Hunter, I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, you know, he made he made music for these like video games, not necessarily like video game soundtracks, but he made music about video games. So one of his like most popular yeah, yeah, yeah. songs was called Dota. Yes. And it I was about that game. it was about the Dota game, which was, uh, you know, I played that at the time. Did you really? Yeah. Oh my god, me too. And I've sort of transitioned into like League of Legends and all those things. No. You know. <laughs> no, we don't like the, them. I, but there's like a divide between. There is a divide. There is a divide. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was like what first got me into music. Like listening to that stuff, I was like, I want to make something cool like this. Like mm. this sounds super cool. And I looked up some tutorials and, you know, got some music creating software and sort of just slowly progressed from there. Like, mm -hmm. It was really slow at first, but... But what made you... Because not a lot of people, when they're playing games, they'll think, yeah, I want to make that type of music. Uh, I think it was... It was like the music that was associated with playing these games. Mm -hmm. And I honestly can't remember what like really sparked it. Yeah. I just remember thinking, oh, this is cool. I want to try making something like this. And after looking up some YouTube tutorials, it seemed like it was not too difficult to get started. Right. Which was, um, yeah. So, and then after I started getting into that, I started taking some piano lessons. Like I actually didn't have any music training at all, like zero. Oh, okay, so you, you played piano after. Yeah, and then I started taking some piano lessons and actually learning how, learning, you know, how to play stuff and mm -hmm. read music, right, and a little right. bit of music theory stuff, but yeah. I was sort of primarily focused on 
writing music rather than learning all of the RCM contemporary stuff. So right, right. I didn't really have like a class. I wouldn't say I have a classical music training. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was sort of my first intro to music. When you met with Joaquim, he approached you. Did you want to be a duo? Um, like, did you think like, did you want to kind of do it solo or did you? Not right away. So when you know I first met him, you know, I was fairly content, I'd say, with my solo thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't, you know, progressing particularly quickly or anything like that. Um, but the kind of concept of a duo seemed pretty pretty cool to me. Mm-hmm. And sort of being able to, like, split up the duties of who's doing what and right. just collaborating with people. I hadn't done very many collaborations in the past. And, mm-hmm. and most of the ones I did, you know, either didn't turn out or they weren't very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So then we... Originally, when we started Fury, we were both making very different music to then Fury stuff, you know, the trap feature based right. stuff. And sort of coming together and uh, approaching this idea of starting a new project together gave us the sort of freedom to do something completely different. Yeah. And that was, we both kind of agreed that, you know, let's do, let's try this trap feature based thing. Like, you know, we were both into that kind of music at the time, but. You know, from like a branding perspective and all that, like it doesn't really make sense to just switch your music style to mm-hmm. something completely different. Just, you know. Right. Yeah. So that's how we kind of got started. Is the biggest struggle personally or if within the music industry? Um, one of the struggles that I've been facing, I've been dealing a lot with recently, is sort of like not necessarily finding your creativity, but balancing the creative part of it with the doing it as a career part of it. Mm. So I'm sure any artist, any any creative, uh, any person in a creative industry can tell you that, you know, you don't always get to do exactly what you want right. because at the end of the day, you gotta put food on the table. Right. And it's kind of this weird thing where, you know, someone who's not in the field might see it as, well, of course you should always do, you know, what your creative heart tells you to do but sometimes that might be a little too weird yeah. it might you know be conflicting with your business plan and there's there's so many extra things to think about right and like so something that i've been struggling with is sort of finding my creativity again in like this business world almost right and not getting too caught up in the business part of it not getting too caught up in the yeah, you know, branding and yeah. and marketability part of it Mm-hmm. And so I'm sort of been trying to make sure that I don't lose that because mm-hmm. that's how you lose your motivation. That's how you lose, you know, your creativity, and like that's how you lose maybe the the element that got people into your music in the first place. Right. What do you want to be remembered for? Remembered in life, or yeah. or with it? I guess like however way you take it. Um. What do I want to be remembered for? I think I want to be remembered for spreading good vibes. Aww. Whether that's you know through that. music or whether that's through experiences that I share with people. Yeah. And I think that's something that you know maybe people don't think about enough mm-hmm. is sort of these experiences that you have and the relationships that you create and you know being remembered in mm-hmm. ways like that. So for example, I, this year has not been the greatest year for me in terms of family members. I've lost a couple of grandparents in the past year. And something that it sort of made me think about is, you know, how people remember you and, you know, how I remember my grandparents is all the experiences that 
we had together and all the moments that we shared. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want people's memories of me to be the moments that we shared together. Yes. Feels like I'm fishing. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Okay, all right. Fan questions. Is it, is it, is it real? Favorite song you've ever created by Sword389? So, oh. <laughs> when you said by Sword3, I was like, a song that I made <laughs> that's by, by Sword? By, oh. What? Uh, favorite song that I've ever created. Mm -hmm. I would say my favorite song that I've ever created is some of the stuff that we haven't actually released yet. Ooh. So exciting right when are you gonna release it um i mean it's st still in the it's still in the works like we're still working on the song and also you know we haven't decided when we release it but i would say sometime definitely sometime within the next six months oh okay that's pretty soon yeah not like crazy far away but yeah who's the better gamer mm, depends on what kind of game i think uh joaquin is pretty good at Sort of like FPS type games. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if any if anyone's seen him stream this game called Mordhau. Mordhau? Yeah. Should we turn around? Because yeah. I keep staring at this. Oh. Security. <laughs> um, so I don't know if anyone's ever seen Joaquin stream Mordhau, but it's like this. Uh, it's kind of I don't know if I call it battle royale, but um, if anyone's ever heard of um, like Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, so it's sort of oh, like a frontline game. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's he just okay. he kills in that game. He yeah. he'll go like 20, 20 kills and not die, and he'll just like carry oh, his team. Okay. I would say I'm better at well. I would say I have a more diverse catalog of games than Joaquin. I like my indie games. I like my platformers. Mm. I like my roguelike Metroidvania games. <laughs> you know, a couple of buzzwords in there. Okay, so it depends <laughs> on the game. Yeah, I would say so. Um, oh yeah, what's next for We Are Fury? Um, we've been working on a whole bunch of stuff lately. Uh, we're putting together an album. An album is, is in the works. Um, we're about to release an EP, or I mean, by the time this video gets posted, it'll probably be all ready to go. And coming into 2020, we're really, we're really hoping to get on the road and, you know, play some shows, get out there, meet some of our fans. And so there's been a lot of talks about that and figuring out the logistics of, you know, touring and all that stuff mm -hmm. so that's something that that's kind of like our next big move is trying to get on the road Ivaki, what to focus on as a young producer um i'd say focus on figuring out what you like first that's i would say the most important thing figure out what you like what you'd like to make what you like to do what you like your songs to sound like and i think focusing on the songwriting like writing a good song um Make, making something that is really interesting to you and not getting too caught up in like the mix and the sound design and like what sounds good and whether it's like industry standard and all that stuff. So I think people get way too caught up in that and that sort of blocks their creativity and blocks their progression in, you know, finishing a song especially. How do you hand, handle writer's block? Um, taking lots of breaks, honestly. What do you do like to break? just like play games or what uh, play games get outside go for a walk uh, something that I've been getting really into recently is rock climbing like like bouldering oh cool bouldering is the one where you don't yeah. use any yeah you said you're from Colorado There's Chicago oh Chicago Chicago 
Chicago. Chicago. I don't know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Chicago. But we do have bouldering. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, bouldering is a lot of fun. I've been having a lot of fun doing that. Mm -hmm. It's also like made me actually exercise and be healthier. <laughs> that's something, yeah, that's you know. Joaquin likes to, likes to work out. He's a. Uh, he likes to, he relieves he did, stress. He and, does, I saw the, yeah, the, tire the video thing, where yeah. he's like flipping a tire. That's like yeah. gigantic. That was a very big tire. Yeah, yeah, right? Um, yeah, taking breaks, getting your mind off music, I think is the most important thing. And whether that's, you know, meeting up with some friends, going out to eat, doing some cooking. I really like cooking. Oh, what's your favorite dish that you make? Um, I like making ramen, like homemade ramen. Like buying all the bones. Oops, I pressed a button here. No, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> buying, buying all the bones, boiling that shit for four what? hours. I made like quite you make a few. Your own ramen? Yeah. It's like a whole process, like a whole day. What? <laughs> That's actually really cool. Yeah, I started a food Instagram because Joaquin really wanted me to start one. And so I'm I need starting to, to post up <laughs> post up all my Shoot. food pictures that I've oh crap God. that I'm making. That is so cool. Uh -huh. At what what age did you start becoming a uh, full time? Um, full time music, I would say happened. What am I? 26 right now? Almost 27. Uh, 23 ish. Um, yeah, so like, you know, I used to work part-time as a bartender, actually. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny, I was like sort of still in the like, nightlife industry. Um, and yeah, and I would oh, do you that. you were a bartender? Yeah. What was the most common drink that people asked you to, to make? Um, or what's the one thing you absolutely hate being asked as a bartender? Um, this, this might seem a little specific, but I kind of hate it when people come up to the bar and just ask for a beer. And I'm like, well, what kind of beer? There's more than one oh. kind of beer. And like, you know, it's, it's loud, it's hard to hear. They're like, no, no, a beer. I'm like, what, what do you, like, they all cost different prices. Which one do you want? They're like, surprise me. And I'm just like, oh, oh. I get you just like, look, there's a menu right in front of you. Just, just pick one. Oh, oh. <laughs> I need a, okay. Maybe I should give, maybe I should have been giving them the most expensive one when yeah, I asked no, for it. Yeah, no, actually you should, you should just do that and then you'll just get tipped. Yeah, just get more money. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not really asking, ordering a specific thing, which is like, give me a drink. I'm like, well, what do you, what kind of drink? <laughs> I, I'm super indecisive, so I like the bartender to just pick whatever. If if they say if you can say something like, oh, you get, just get me uh, get me you know bartender's choice, then I'm like, all right, sure, and oh, you know I can. Bartender's choice, I like, I like that. I'm just, I'm gonna use that yeah. from now on. Okay. Feel free. Uh, who who's more of a furry? What is this furry thing? The furry thing is all about the memes. Do you, do you know who originated, or like who started this whole furry thing? Uh, I'm we honestly not sure if it's like something that we heard from a fan or something that we like thought of ourselves. I know some of my cousins kind of made jokes about that. Mm -hmm. Like maybe, maybe that's where I heard it and then I said it. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think uh, we're, we're equally furries. You're equally furries. Yeah. I like that answer. You know, I don't like to choose favorites, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is Stuart from We Are Furry. Free your fury. <laughs> Ruined. No. Smash that bell icon. Uh, massage it gently and take it out for dinner first because, you know, 
all that. All right, <laughs> bye guys. <laughs>